It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play. They really come to play here at the MCG tonight. One, I believe it works. Welcome to another edition of They Came to Play. There is plenty to chat about this week uh, with uh, another AFL season kicking off in just three days' time. Uh, as I welcome in Danny McGinley. Hello, mate. Hello, Lemo. Yeah, don't talk to me. We've got the best guest up we've ever had. So this is exciting. Let's do it. Let's all do right. It. Hey, before we get to our guest, uh, okay. let's plug our comedy festival shows. Oh, yeah, all right. We are both on at the Imperial Hotel starting... Uh, March 29th. Oh, you're staying March 29th. I'm staying March 24th. Oh, all right. Thanks which is that. a Wednesday, which is a really bad day to start. Yeah, mine's a Monday. Monday to Sunday. I'm then good. Monday's a good day to start. I think so. Bit of the hospitality. Our guest is staring at us and going, "What's the difference between Monday and Wednesday?" We'll explain in just a moment. <laughs> uh, she yeah, is so a, my show is called Up and About. Uh, tickets through comedyfestival.com.au. Your show, uh, mine is called Twenty Twenty Vision. Yes, a hilarious look back at the year twenty twenty, <laughs> uh, which I did at the Adelaide Fringe. So I've run my show in. So don't panic. Yeah, my show's it's all sorted now. And all my cool. show's a greatest hits. So yeah, trust yeah. me, it's going to be good. It's, it's going to be great. Um, so, uh, yeah, please come along, check us out. Go hit the Comedy Festival website. Oh, and we also are announcing a live show of They Came to Play. Yes. On Anzac Day. Come and see that as well. Yeah, tickets, uh, we'll put the link up on our socials. Uh, yep. We're going to be at the Comics Lounge uh, doing a live commentary of the Collingwood Essendon game, which I'm told might be illegal for copyright. It issues. is. 100%. Okay, cool. yep. All right. Uh, so, we, we won't do that. No, we won't do that. Uh, but, or will we? Oh, come along and find out. Tess, um, we, t- our old co-host Tess Armstrong still listens to every episode during her maternity leave. Tess, can you come up with a legal reason why we are doing it or not doing it? Tess is our in-house counsel. Yeah, so. we'll get back to you on that one. Anyway, guess, guess, guess. So, uh, we have, we're very excited to have a replacement Tess Armstrong in the... I was going to say in the studio, in my dodgy home office. In the le- the mansion Del Lehman. <laughs> the mansion Del Lehman, yes. The Fitzroy Hacienda. Uh, she uh, was one of the initial recruits with the Western Bulldogs a number of years ago, a premiership player with the Western Bulldogs and former Australian indoor cricketer. Am I right? Yes. She's nodding. Nikki Callanan, welcome to the show. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, now, can we talk about indoor cricket first? I didn't even know that this was competed at a level beyond your sort of suburban you know, whack around the indoor arena, but it goes up to the highest level. It does, and it does. It's, I don't think I ever knew until I literally I played outdoor cricket, so yeah. and then knew people that played indoor cricket, and I was like, "Now let's give this a go." So, and then there was a Victorian team, and then an Australian team. So, give me a challenge, and I'll. See how far, far I can go with it. <laughs> and you'll jump right into it. And did you tour anywhere? Did you go anywhere? As I did. So the year I got picked for Australia was 2007. Yep. Good year. Um, Good year. That was our strongest indoor cricket site. I think everyone agrees. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's... That was the, the untouchables. <laughs> no, they were <laughs> the, the, the invincibles of yeah, that was it. cricket. Yeah. It's true. Um, so, yeah, my, my local side was Bundura, so shout out to the Bundura cricket team there. Yes, um, so they have a nickname. So, the, the, the Brumbies. The Brumbies. 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 So, there you go. Br
so that was uh, 2007. 2007, we headed to Bristol in the UK. Great. So For the doing, indoor ashes. So it was a World Cup, actually. Oh, so, and how'd you go? Um, or how did, sorry, how did we go? We, we won. <laughs> yeah! So, yep, we, we beat South Africa in the final. Great. So, um, yeah, it was a great experience to first travel, you know, your country and then play and win. So mm. World Cup, yeah, two thousand seven. Let's give a. I mean, kudos to you for being a world champion, but kudos to Anthony Lehman right there for pretending he didn't already know that we'd won that. I mean, we've got matching taps, Lee. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Of course we have. And beat South Africa. That just brings me so much joy. Oh yes. Us beating South African cricket to me is like Hawthorne beating Geelong uh, in the <laughs> AFL. Yeah. It just makes me so happy when that happens because there's something about, and I won't drag you into this, Nikki. We'll leave the sort of soft racism to me and Danny. But is, it, <laughs> is, there anything, is there anything more annoying than the Afrikaans accent? Oh. Is that the single most annoying accent on the planet? I reckon deep South American can uh, really... Oh, I, I don't know. I can kind of tolerate that accent for some yeah. reason. But that Afrikaans accent, oh, just grates on me. I don't know. Ever since uh, District 9, I kind of like it. <laughs> oh, right. District okay. 9 and, uh, and if you've seen Auntie Donna on Netflix, uh, they are two South African characters who are very oh, funny. So I'm um, okay with that. But yes. how's, how's the sledging in indoor cricket? Oh, yes. It's, it's high level. High level. I had to sort of learn that. There was some good um, sledges in my team. And yeah. I was sort of like, how are you doing that? That's so good. And I was close to the bat too. And I just... I, yeah, I'd struggle with that side of things. Um, I doubt it. You are, you're because, uh, you know, listeners might not know, but Nikki Callanan is related to comedy, comedy royalty in uh, Damien Callanan, good friend of ours, yes, friend yes. of the show, uh, creator of the film The Merger. Uh, but, you know, which runs in that family? Yeah, well, my brothers were there as well, so I think they were sledging from up above. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I had them to back me up. <laughs> it was a family affair. We love it. We love it. I feel like sledging in indoor cricket is just a bit more personal. There's something about being indoors. That, yeah, you can't get out. There's no <laughs> escape. That <laughs> there is no escape. Um, so you uh, played indoor cricket at the highest level for Australia, but then you went on to play for the Bulldogs. Now, you were recruited when you were 30 plus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, but I want to talk I about the, the – Just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> but I want to talk about the joy for you when the AFLW was announced and when it became possible for you to play – not just for Darabin, but for, you know, in an AFL competition. Oh, it was amazing. So, yeah, they had an academy the year 2016. So 2015 I got chosen for the Victorian side first. So yeah. that helped that I sort of was at that, you know, the top sort of level. Um, and then they had an academy that year where a lot of the girls was, you know, working towards after the announcement of yeah. the inaugural season. Um, so I was in good stead, so I'm thinking, yes, I'm getting older here, but I have a chance to <laughs> be a part of this. So, yeah. Did you get to play footy all the way through your life, or did, were you forced to stop? Uh, I didn't even play when I was little. Oh, um, really? No, mum and dad didn't Just indoor cricket? Just did, yeah, just, oh, I did every sport, you name it. I, I probably had a go at it. Yeah. Um, but football, no, mum and dad were, no, you're not playing with the boys. Oh, um, but to this day... I look back and go, oh, if I was playing footy when I was younger, I don't think I'd be playing when I was older. It's just such a demanding like, yeah, sport right. on your body. So I think things do happen for a reason. So when did you start playing? So it was 2006 I played for out, out west from Elton Central. Yeah, right, so, okay. So um, the, the, uh, one of the girls I played indoor cricket with, her dad was actually coach of Melton. And was just desperate for players, you know. So yeah, right. we trained two hours in the morning on Sunday morning for indoor cricket, 
and then head off to play for the Melbourne Essentials and after that and sort of like yeah they just go is there positions you're like Nick you're just playing in the middle so you just, it's like junior footy you just follow the footy. <laughs> <laughs> and were you a natural did you pick it up straight away I did yeah, yeah. I, look I had two older brothers and a dad that you know when we went to the footy we'd kick the footy all the way to the G and then all the way home to the, right. to the car so yeah, yeah, you know yeah. the thing to do and then we were allowed to kick up you know on the ground back then so yeah, yes. I, I knew how to kick a footy I knew that you know I guess my you, dad watched the footy a lot. So You must yeah. have just suddenly thought playing proper footy was so much easier because there was only one ball. Because yeah. I had a thing about kicking the ball after the game. Oh, yes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yes. You, you're like, you're just ducking. And you're ducking because how many times do you get pelvic? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And when you're not expecting it, a share into the side of the head can really hurt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, then you move to Darwin Falcons, who are, who are still my team in uh, oh, BFLW. As much as I'm betraying the Western Bulldogs there, I'm a Darwin boy. I love it. Uh, and you know what? I've actually signed up this year for Darwin Falcons. You're back? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yes! Wow, have we got an exclusive here? Exclusive oh, you go, oh, wow. There we go. Cute. That is, as they say down at Darabin, that is fan falcon tasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. So did it take a bit of arm twisting from the uh, from the Falcons to get you back or were you just dead keen? Oh, look, you know, I, I've spoken to a couple of good friends down there. Um, if I was going to play VFL, it was definitely for the Falcons. So, um, yeah, just to go back and give back to, you know, where I got my talent and learn yeah. from and things like that, but also, you know, help and um, get this a lot of young crew coming through. So Because the Falcons they, have been ravaged by the AFLW because they don't have an AFLW team. But but there was a time when if you looked at the Darwin Falcons, you know, that's the All-Australian side. It, there's a lot of talent, yes, that have come from the <laughs> Darwin Falcons. So, um, yeah, so I just wanted to head back and, yeah. you know, there's other, like, yes, I'm working for the same St Kilda as um, the runner there, but uh, and how did that happen? Well how did the Saints get you? You're a bulldog hero. Yeah, you're you know the Nikki Callanan stand is being built uh, with Noble <laughs> as we speak. Another exclusive. Yes. I have not heard that. But, uh, <laughs> but why, why are you why are you at the why are you at the dark side? <laughs> the dark side. So Scott White was um, coached the year we won the premiership at Bulldogs. Scott, so, what? Scott White, who's a midfield coach. Gross? So, oh, he was midfield. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah one yeah. of the line coaches. Yeah. So he is, yeah, one of my coaching mentors when I was doing my little one and two courses. So, um, yeah, he knew as soon as I retired, he was like, thank you, I need someone like a well-being mentor of um, with my experience. And so your well-being mentor? Yes, that's my role. Oh, really? It's a well-being. See, this is a, this a role new, wouldn't yeah. have been Existed in a football club. <laughs> yes. Well, even 10 years ago, this role it's wouldn't new, have existed. It's a new role. Yeah. And they, yeah, so they've got a play development manager there and Bernadette, she's lovely. And they just needed someone that um, could sort of help her out as well that is a bit younger in age and sort of has played the game. So I'm sort of mm. the on-field well-being and then she's behind the scenes well-being. So it's um, How well, well, well So what does that, so when you're looking after on-field well-being, what does that mean in a practical sense on game day? Um, so game day, yeah, like I'm the runner, so I can run out yeah. there and just I give messages and I understand the game. Um, yeah. But even training, like this year, oh, and before Christmas, they had some practice games. Well, if Pete, the coach, needed some people to jump in, extra people to jump in the drills, I knew how to do that. So, right, okay. so just guide them out there and things like that. And you try and keep them in a good headspace. Good headspace, yep, check on them, every, you know, while they're doing the gym after they've gone on the track. And does, that mean, does that mean you filter the coach's messages in a bit more of a well-being way? 
So rather than, you know, uh, you know, leave it, you're playing shit out. Get off the field. You have to come over and go, coach thinks you're just, you're out of breath. It's in a nice way. Yeah. If, <laughs> yeah. It's, if it's not too much trouble, the coach wouldn't mind perhaps <laughs> if you accelerate a little more quickly towards the ball ahead of the next contest. <laughs> Seriously, that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, yeah, right. But some I know uh, from speaking to people who've worked as runners over the years, different. everyone's different. We know that now. We used to think everyone was the same, but everyone is different. Uh, And so they respond to different messages. So some might actually respond better if you yell at them and tell them they were terrible. And others need a little massage along the way. So that's... Part of yeah, my role is to get in, to get to know the girls as well. So, mm. um, and do you have to do you have to like ask them different like so when a, when a recruit comes to the club, do you have to like yell at them and then see if they do well and then be nice to them, see how they do it? Is it like their trial and error period? At the start? Probably, yeah, you sort of got to notice and sort of pick up how they work, you know, on, during training and things like that, and, yeah. and even noticing like if even their own teammates are sort of yelling at them or things like that and seeing how they react. So it's a lot of observing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just chatting to them and getting to know them, and, and sort of asking them. So, it's, is, is there any other ways apart from that? So, carrot and the stick, uh, the, you know, the two extremes of be nice to them or be mean to them. Is there any others? Is there any? Is there players who react to distraction? Like, if you came up and you said, oh, I think the four Harry Potter films were the weakest yes. of the seven. People love stories. Yep. Yeah. Um, mm. People need to show them as well. So it's demonstrate um, some certain things? My son, he's four. Often if I want him to do something, I tell him to not do it. Oh, yeah. Do you have anyone like that? Whatever you do, do not run into the forward pocket <laughs> next time. Does that work with anyone? Uh, look, there's so many different ways, actually. Yeah, yeah, people you just kind of joke with, you know, and just not take it so, too seriously. Yeah. it's. But is the message from the coach to you, the same all the time, and then it's up to you to do the filtering um, out on the ground. Sometimes it is, yeah. yeah sometimes it is, um, but then sometimes it's now that be stern here and get the message across. So. Right now, Danny McGinley on this podcast has been running a theory for a number of weeks now that the St Kilda <laughs> Football Club in the AFLW yes. are in bed with the umpires, yes. and he's been checking the free kick count like some. Obsessed maniac. Let's do it now. Well, it comes, Nikki, from and round yeah. one this year when uh, you know my beloved Bulldogs played your Dirty Saints. <laughs> do you remember the free kick count in that no. uh, in that game, Nikki? Um, it was very high. Yeah. Um, Thank you away. Twenty six yeah. to six. Twenty six to six. My yes. uh, my apologies to the listeners of this podcast who are hearing these numbers for the fifty. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this week, yeah, St Kilda won it again, twenty six to twenty two against the Giants. What 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 are you not doing? <laughs> what what palms are you greasing? Yeah. What dark magic are you? Is, is there? If you go to Moravan oh. and you go to the umpires' change rooms, is there like some voodoo dolls that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or is it that you're just largely playing within the rules? <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I like that answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say that that game was the hardest game, though, to to sort of work for another team where you've just come from playing, you know, your beloved um, doggies, and oh, it was a hard game to 
be a mm. part of and run past and give a message for saying to the player that all you want to do is tell your WT mates, now push over, yeah, that's right, right. yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> also there was the, I mean, your, your story sort of got ignored that week because there was Berkey coaching against his own daughter yeah. in his first game. But, yeah, that would have been very hard for you. But, you know, can I just say that they were lovely um, Bulldogs girls. They organised a, a garden of honour after the game for me. So they yeah. got in contact with them. The Saints girls as well, and they did that. So they were really good was, sports. That was just beautiful. Like Which considering, I, especially after a loss as well, I just kept saying, "I'm so sorry," and they're like, "Stop! That's you know, <laughs> we're doing it. This is you missed out last year." So um, yeah, that was so thoughtful and, and it was so beautiful, and it, it just shows that the Bulldogs AFLW players are much better sports. Because I don't know if you heard, there was a really drunk Bogan idiot on the far wing who was losing <laughs> his mind, and uh, was that and look, you? was that you? That was uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Emma Carney was watching that game as well, and I hassled her for a, for a selfie. And, uh, <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you need to calm down. You need to, <laughs> yeah, you need to calm down, Danny McGinley. Oh, that's lovely. And testament to, uh, you know, what the Bulldogs players think of you and your contribution there exactly. over the years. It's very mm-hmm. nice. Now, what about, tell us about your when you were drafted. Was that, did you have a classic draft moment where you were with family while the draft was happening and you got to share the joy? I did. I, I was lucky enough, both my parents, you know, sitting either side of me, um, you know, my parents are separated, so I'm very lucky that they can attend anything. Yeah. And I think every present, double <laughs> presentation, everything, they've been together. Oh, so right. it's, uh, I'm lucky I've got, yeah, lovely parents that are just there for us children. So, um, and yeah, to have both my parents, you know, in my early 30s sitting <laughs> either side of me. Um, you must have felt. You know, it was just like... You know, most of my friends are all married and got a family, and here's me sitting. Yes, I'm about to be drafted. <laughs> it's great, though. Well, I, that ex- it excites me. The thought of that excites me. So, look, our journeys are all different, aren't they? So yeah, absolutely. So, I would change it for the world. So. And did you play for the Bulldogs in the – before AFLW came around, Liam, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, there was always one – AFLW game per year. It was always Demons v Dogs. Yes. Did you play in those? No, but I was a part of the Dogs back then. I actually helped. So I was very close. One year, I think it was 2014, I was playing in a big Metro, big country game. That was our sort of representative right. sort of game. And Nick Stevens, who plays for Carlton, she was in the game beforehand in the, I think the junior or younger age. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely younger age. <laughs> um, and just, she just did her knee, I think. And so... The list manager of the Bulldogs said, oh, you're in, you're in, just play this game and, yeah, we're going to get you in we need it because it's an emergency. Yep, so it gets to the last quarter, I did my ankle. Oh, <laughs> so, no. So when it comes to, you know, when you yeah, opportunities and things like that, um, look, I could have laid down and said, oh, that's it, stuff, buddy. But um, I just thought, you know, look, opportunities come. So I helped, ended up helping the Bulldogs, you know, like I was massaging on the side, you know, and just helping their trainings and things like that. So... I've been at the Bulldogs a long time, even though I didn't have it yet officially. When you um, finish as a killer, you will be a Bulldogs fan. Uh, yeah, no, I'm still a Bulldogs fan. Yeah. I just, I've got a few teams now. So, Who did you go for growing up? Uh, can I say this is really bad? Uh, I might, get, I might get kicked out here. Okay. It, whenever people say that, it's pretty much always common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I've got my teeth, guys. They're real. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a Bulldogs fan heckling a Collingwood fan for losing teeth is the height of hypocrisy. That is a little bit rich. Do you still barrack for Collingwood? 
the men's. Yes. Oh, really? The men's. men's. Yeah, it's a bit hard after 30 odd years to, to not follow them. But um, It's hard to ditch but, a team, especially when you've got flag to the, with them. I got to the side last year because I was like, just picked up for St Kilda. Dogs, I know all the guys, so, you know, yeah. got soft spot for them and then Collingwood. So, really, I had three teams in the finals last year. I was no. like, oh, <laughs> Good job. Another one next year. Yeah. So. so, who will you go this Friday when the, the, the men's magpies play the men's bulldogs? Will you be, what scarf will you be wearing then? Um, so, this happened a couple of years ago. I was at the game and, and you know, I was, yeah, playing for the bulldogs then, obviously, and um, bulldogs just got up and won and I was like, oh, what a good game. And... <laughs> I go, yeah, to the football with my mum and other passionate Collingwood supporters and they're all like, how can you say that? <laughs> so I think it's like, I think now that you've played footy, you just appreciate a good game of football. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a win-win on other team. <laughs> <laughs> good diplomatic. It is. Do you, have you had media training? No. Oh, oh really? It's no. natural at this. Oh, really? I think it just comes with more talking and things like that and interviews, interviews during the game as well. So you sort of got to be oh, like, yeah. do a lot of things at the same time. It's like, oh, come up. Oh, okay, talk. Okay. That must be so frustrating. You're out of breath. You're focused <laughs> on the game. And then suddenly, you know, some boundary rider is like, tell me about, tell me your thoughts. And you're like, okay, what yeah. did I just do? And you're like, and you've got to not be so, yeah, selfish. And so I'm like, oh. I could have just said, oh, yeah, that was a really bad quarter by me. But, no, you've got to be think quick and, yeah. And you ever tempted to just like, oh, jeez, Elliot's having a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, really stick the boots in there. <laughs> It'll get you some clicks. Anyway. <laughs> I just actually came from, uh, she was one of my clients this morning. So, Blackburn? Yeah, she gets a massage every week. So Right, okay. Yeah. So you uh, can people, do you only just do athletes or? I don't know, we, anyone. You anyone? Give you a plug. Where's your, yeah. where's, where is... I work from home, so, right, yeah, okay. at the moment, just, yeah, I, I'm quite busy with, you know, regular clients because I've been doing it for 18, 19 years. So. Um, can I ask you a physiotherapy question? Yes. This is actually a joke that I do in my stand-up, but it's true. Okay. Well, I'm at an age oh. now, <laughs> right, <laughs> yes. where I go to bed fully fit and I wake up injured. Right? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening with my body? <laughs> is this a general age thing? Is everything going to start to seize up? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. There's a reason why I retired as I, the older you get. <laughs> we're yes. better when we move because the blood flow is moving through the body. Oh, yeah, right. The minute okay. we stop, you doesn't just... like it. So you get up and, yeah, you're right. walking like it. Me walking to the shower most mornings, I'll tell you, it's not, it's not a, as I hobble down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Dying for a hot shower <laughs> to get me moving. I would feel so insecure getting a physio off you, Nikki, because you deal with AFLW and probably any AFLN players as well, like elite athletes. No, none, none of the guys yet. Uh, they've got, they have their. They have their own. But even they're so, own, the fact more. that you're dealing with people in peak physical condition <laughs> and then I come in with a comedian's, you know, maybe my liver's a bit stronger, but apart from that, I'm losing <laughs> so every right. battle. No, you're dealing with skin folds that you've never seen before. <laughs> there is no judgment here. I just want to look after you, and, um, but it's good, you know. That's a lot of the doggies, girls, they're like, oh, well, you might not be at the club, but we're still coming to see you. Oh, yeah. Mum, as they call me still. So, That's yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's still mum, even if I'm not at the club. So. And what's the what's your business called? If, if the they came to play listeners, it's uh, wanting to deal, you know, fix their shoulders oh, or whatever. It's just remedial massage. It's my name. So, it's oh, okay. pretty boring. Nikki Carlin, remedial little massage. Butterfly, yeah. So. Look out for the butterfly. <laughs> uh, now, before we go to the AFLW uh, from last weekend, can we quickly ask Nikki about the. 
the soccer in the UK. Oh, yeah. Sam Kerr has just kicked the hat-trick overnight. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea have won a league cup there off the back of her hat-trick. But there's a quirk with the names of the teams. Oh, it, yeah. This is weird. Because, um, yeah, Limo pointed out that... Uh, Chelsea uh, through to the... No, they won. They won, but they're they also won. in the Champions League final. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. And I was just trying to find the score because uh, since uh, since the Scottish League has gone to the dark side, I've just ignored all ramble and Melbourne victory at the absolute Yeah, bottom. right, okay. Soccer and I am not friends at the moment. <laughs> but I looked it up and, okay, if you look at the, the FA Women's Super League teams, why are most of them at, like, West Ham United women? Uh, Arsenal women, Manchester City women, but Aston Villa are ladies and Everton are ladies. Why did you not even ever realise that? I mean, I think it's terrible that they put the gender in because, you know, the Women's uh, Super League. Why do you have to actually, yeah. yeah. Well, it is the Women's Super League, so it's... Yeah, so we're all going to know that so it's the Women's League. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like if, because, you know, we, you... We're you playing play... the ladies today. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're a nicer team. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but when you play the women, and if, actually, yeah, no, if, if you look here, there's the Millwall bitches, so... That's oh, right, okay, well, that's... Okay, <laughs> that's... <laughs> Perhaps there is a method involved. Uh, would you hate? Would you hate it if, like, you played for the Western Bulldogs ladies? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, that, that, does that change? Here we are. I don't think it should. Like, it's, it's very odd. It is very odd. I've never picked that up. Um, I, I don't know if you know this about your career, Nikki, uh, but do you know that you were the hundredth player to appear in the AFLW? No. It's, uh, it's and sad. also, you have you also uh, are equal two hundred and forty third for most goals kicked <laughs> with my one with goal. your one goal. <laughs> but that's a, that's on AustralianFootball.com. There we go. Um, Screenshot that and send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your goals. Oh, I was pretty impressed with this goal. Damn straight. <laughs> on the left as well when I'm yeah. around us. So yeah. Um, and to this day, I always uh, give a bit of, um, I can't, I'm not going to swear, but st- stir up um, Emma King, who's placed uh, the kangaroos. The kangaroos now, yeah. but at the time was Collingwood. So against Collingwood Perfect. as well. Okay, yeah. nice. So, yes. yeah, um, I, think it was, I think it was in Maui. Oh, so, I remember this game. This is like 2018. Yep, 2018. What a year. Yeah. Um, and, yep, yeah, I was on the far wing. And the ball was coming on the other side, and I looked down, and normally as a defensive wing, I don't go in the 50 metres, and I was like, oh, am I allowed to step over here? Do I go? Do I not go? And I, yep, stepped over, headed to the um, the goal square, because all our forwards went out. I saw Emma King and another defender of the, the Roos, and I thought, I'm going to have to sort of compete here against one of the tallest players, and I don't know what the other defender did, but, um, and I thought, all right, so how do I do this? And being a tall player and being a short player, I thought I'm going to get it down near the knees. So little, little, oh really? Little bump into the knees, yeah, little nice. ball, ball popped over my head, both our heads. It sort of landed in my hands, and I was like, I'm going to have to go on my left here, and just snapped it. Yeah. Oh, left very and, nice. And what was so, the celebration? Did you? Oh, yeah, I was pretty excited. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a cl- that was a close game. So well. close game, yeah, we got over the line, and that was in. Uh, I think Daniel Harford was um, one of the assistant coaches for Collingwood too, so I'm a good friend of his. And yeah. Yeah, of course, he stirred me at the game as well after that. Yeah, so. nice, <laughs> nice. And how was Grant? Tell us your grand final story. I mean, you, you played very well in that in that in that terrible conditions when it was when terrible. the Dogs beat the Lions 2018 grand final at uh, Princess Park. I remember I was there because we um, that was our first ever 
broad, my first ever broadcast of ABC Grandstand. Hey, nice. we did from uh, Princess Park. Cool. At the start of that game, and um, the weather was horrific. It was, it was so bad. Considering we hadn't had rain the it whole time, was so bad. Brisbane yeah. were lucky. I think they had a couple of games back home that was raining and stuff, so they were like pretty. They were, they, they beat us in the first half. They they did. We just we knew we were we were talking about it. We we're like, oh no, it's raining. You know, we've got to adapt to you. We've got to adapt to you. And we did talk about it. You know, but we came out in the third quarter and went, okay, it's wet. Yep, cool. And then it dried up and. We were in front and we held it. So, um, yeah, what a what an amazing day! What what are the uh, celebrations like? For uh, I mean, you know, we we, we always see the uh, the men's side sort of rocking up to uh, say it's Hawthorne. They go to Glen Ferry the next day, or you know, Whit Noble, and yeah, most of them haven't slept and everything. But you you're sort of uh, you're you're immune to that. You, you guys don't get the coverage of that, so you were free to go ballistic. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that night um, we do. I think we. We went back to the club. Um, we were late, actually. They had it at the near the wharf, I think, was, and we were late by about an hour. <laughs> it's girls getting ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lot of girls getting ready. All right. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't enough showers. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> so and straighteners. I want to make a very and makeup and like you and we're all half tanked as well. So getting ready. I want to make a very sexist joke about uh, you come out and you're all wearing your bulldogs. Like, oh no, we're dressed the same. You've got to change your outfits. Yeah. Uh, but I will not make that joke. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. So yeah, we were a bit late and then from yeah, with the Wharf Hotel we were, um they had the yeah, presentation and all family and friends could go there, so that was good and and then from there it was wherever you wanted to go. But then, you know, it was Silly Sunday. You had Oh, no, Mad Monday. Um, you had to go Silly Sunday. Silly Sunday first. Oh, because you've got a day right. job, you've no. got to go Silly Sunday. So, oh, but no, no, then we had Mad Monday. Don't oh, get me wrong. Oh, oh, yeah. So it was the three days of celebration. And, um, yeah, and any boss that makes your – if you employ an AFLW player and she wins a grand final, and if you expect her to show up on Mad Monday, you're a bum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to get pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, so Yarra, Yarraville was Sunday and then Yarraville again at the, um, uh, what's it called there? The, the Plough Hotel? No, uh, the, um, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, like like, sorry, guys. Uh, the big yeah, joint, the big, the Yarraville, the Yarraville Club. No. no. The, oh. Uh, yeah, it'll come back to me. Rising what's... Sun. No, no, Rising Sun was the other one. No, all right. The so Royal. This is... The Royal, is it? The Royal? I don't know. Come on, Danny, this is your, this is your turn. I'm not See, allowed I must here. have been drunk every time I've been there. Um, but, yeah. The, the, the railway. The railway. Thank you. There we you go. You started with R. Oh, I never <laughs> forget that. Blank Monday, sorry. Um, so, yeah, they, they had us both Sunday and, and Monday. Um, Monday morning I had the AFLPA awards as well. So oh. it went off to that. Then came back and made Monday and dressed up and all that. Mm. So I think I got my didn't even have time to go and get a dress up, but on the way back from the wards, came home and I, it was um, hard rubbish day. And <laughs> yes. I saw some stuff that grabbed stuff hard rubbish. <laughs> All right. Did you so, go dressed as hard rubbish? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> didn't matter, I don't think. And then Tuesday, a few of the girls said they have um, awards as well. So it was like a four or five day, like in a row. Um, celebration. Bender. So brilliant, brilliant. We do nice. celebrate, that's for sure. Well, you got to make the most of it. Got to yeah. make the most of these wins. 
Um, shall we have a chat about the um, games from the weekend, Dan? Yeah, let's start Friday night. Gold Coast Suns versus Tigers. Uh, I had a gig, so I, I didn't watch this, so, and I knew Tess would, so I just texted Tess this morning. Still hasn't given birth. Uh, right. time All the best, Tess. All the best. Uh, she said, what has she got? Uh, the Suns' skills were seriously good, and they looked like they clicked with the game plan. But with Perko out, they had no real forward target. Uh, Cordner was huge for the Tigers, akin to Grimes in the in the men's. Yeah. Uh, Monique Conti back was great. Another turncoat. <laughs> Ellie McKenzie showed she was number one, and she, uh, Ellie McKenzie said Isaac Smith was her inspiration growing yeah, up, she and she did. plays like him, Limo, and mm. she's devastated he's gone to the Cats. Oh, tell me, don't even. Oh, it's bad. from Hawthorne to Geelong. I mean, this is like oh, it's like Katie Brennan going from the Bulldogs to the Tigers. It's just, it's just, the no, it's just no, uh, well, you got Conti and Katie Brennan, then yeah. had like a, a night out the other night, and their connection working so well. And Monique was like, "Oh yeah, it's because we played together." Well, I was like, "Yeah, it's devastating." <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, when um, we play the Tigers in a couple of weeks, can I boo them, or is it still uh, you know because there hasn't really been hardcore booing of AFLW yeah. players, but a captain walking out. And going to the to the enemy. Come on, Danny. Let's maintain a little bit of positivity, please. It's hard with the women's because the women's you need to. They were trying to get the talent spread, so the competition's a bit more even, and 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 that's why they they're going to get players that are you know mm. talent from other teams. Yeah, no, I, um, I understand why. So it the is why, a tough one. It's a tough one. Just a Can bit you of a. <laughs> <laughs> no, Danny. Let's try and let's try and keep it posi- positive, okay? By the by the way, Gold Coast must be terrible getting beaten by Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> Richmond, uh, they've recruited very well. Um, Cordner being one of them, and one of the Hoskins wins as well. Um, so have so they just taken a? Well. Have they just taken a little while to get their chemistry together? Yeah. So yeah. you know, go from round one to now, they're working very well together. So, um, but they together. So. Mathematically can't make the finals. Oh, no. Two no. games left. Uh, also, Tess says she is hoping to have a baby before the men's team play on Thursday night. So, listeners, if you see uh, a very pregnant woman walking around the streets of Ballarat, uh, I, I mean, Nikki, you're a medical person. Is there a way you can induce labour? Like, if they scare her, boom. Um, peppermint, I've heard. Peppermint, all right. Yeah. Go, and, go and get her a minty. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just offer Tess a minty and hopefully... If, if Tess is does happen to uh, go into labour during the game, I'm assuming she'll have the game on. I'd say so. In the corner of the birthing suite. I don't know. When I requested that, when my wife was giving birth, they were pretty negative about uh, chucking the footy on. I tell you what, we booked in a cesarean for 20 minutes in and out. Bang. <laughs> One of the great days. I was, I was born my... of the Mercy, so you could see the G from there. So oh, think, yeah. oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. We got, so a test would go for that if, if it was an option for still there. Yeah. The old Mercy's gone now. So. All right, let's go to Moorabbin on Saturday with Nikki was but hey, Wasn't it weird? Uh, it was pouring with rain. This yeah, it was a drowned rat. To kill the Giants. But Cora Staunton played like it was, you know, 25 degrees and sunny. Oh, but in Ireland... That's the weather, isn't it? <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> She's course. used to this weather. <laughs> She's just waterproof. Yeah. She was like rubbing her hands together at the start of the game. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's like a summer's day. How, how was it? That was a big upset. Uh, so what? Yeah, look, I, I think it was It was an opportunity we could have had, uh, especially playing at home. Um, 
But wet weather footy, none of the, a lot of the girls said that they hadn't played in wet weather footy. So new for them. Um, but they started off with the, the wind, uh, did it worse. So, and they just used it very well at the start. Um, and just our pressure, we sort of were a bit sort of, oh, wet weather, yeah, we've got to go a bit harder and things like that. So Looking towards yeah. the umpires. Are you going to help us out here? Yeah, come on, help us out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no assistance from the umpires in the weekend, so, Tanny. Well, no, they still won the free kick count 26 to 22. Oh, right. <laughs> second half. <laughs> so, slow start. After um, Nikki went in there and just threatened them. <laughs> <laughs> slow start for us. Um, but look, we, we adapted better uh, in the second half and second quarter, um, but they just had that lead and and held strong, generous, so good win for them. Um but that's yeah. your season done for the Saints? Yeah, that's Saints. done for us. But, yeah. you know, every game's a learning one for, you know, second year's side. We can only keep learning and keep encouraging the girls. So, um, you know, let's test the Collingwood Magpies next next week, though. We've got them on Saturday. So every game's a challenge <laughs> and a learning one. I can't um, believe you haven't had media training. That was just so well planned. It was very good. It was week by week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> one week at a time. Do you do you guys do a bit of work with the men's team? Not in particular, no. no. So um, yeah, a few of the girls can you know they've got a buddy in the yeah the right that they can communicate oh, like to a, and, like a prep mate. Yeah, so that's good. Isn't it? Like, <laughs> I, like I think it's great. They can sort of ask questions mm. and things like that. So you can never stop learning. So I think it's good. Absolutely. Uh, well, let's. Uh, we actually in the Patreon edition when we did our tips. We we pitched this game as the elimination final. We did, yeah, mini mini elimination final. Means that GWS is still a rare chance. They they, could do it if they win both of their next games and everything else goes the right way for them. Uh, What about North Melbourne and your beloved Bulldogs? It was a great game, uh, but uh, you could just see North Melbourne's experience uh, coming through. They just played it a bit smarter. Mm. We had a few brain farts. Not helped by possibly the worst umpiring decision in the history of AFLW. Oh, here we go. Oh, Emma Carney tackled hey. someone. No, she, okay, she went to strangle uh, one of our players. Kirsty Lamb. Kirsty Lamb, that's right. my friends as well. Yeah. <laughs> really? So there was just a bit of a disagreement. Uh, but, yeah, she just fully went the choke. It was like UFC. <laughs> and they called it holding the ball. It was, and, 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 and she, she finished off it. It was a very, like from the boundary line. It was a very good goal. Yeah. I'm very impressed with that, but yes. Right, okay. Not the call you'd want. <laughs> Not the call you'd oh, want. Oh, well, that's tough. So I'm assuming then the margin was less than a goal at the well, end. Well, there was, that a, was oh, a little bit. A little bit. Oh, <laughs> well, there was that one and Emma, Emma Carney, both Emma Carney's goals uh, killed us. She got, we, she, they got a goal uh, just towards the end of the first quarter and then you a brilliant passage of play. Umpire throws it up, tap, tap, goal. Uh, Emma Carney. So, yeah. And Ghana, Jessica. Yeah. Oh, she'd get a day out. <laughs> so that those two goals mm. are what killed us. Apart from that, should have been a one point win for the doctor. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Spin Doctor McGinley's all over it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now that leaves the doggies just outside of the six uh, yeah. there. So Melbourne really win. need to win both games. Got the. Yeah, we the got uh, Crows. Crows in Adelaide next week. Yeah, that's and then, a tough one. And then we got the bye. We're playing Richmond. So it's, <laughs> we got to win this week. But, you know, hey, the Crows lost. The day, the Ds, they re- – I mean, you talked before, like, uh, just playing like a junior footballer in your first game where you just follow the ball around like a little league. That's what the Demons were doing. But they were really good at it. Oh, uh, that's their work, right? Um, and even against the Saints the week before, 
They mm. get to contests. They're so good at getting to the ball and help each other out. They're like so, a swarm. Yeah, they do it really well. They and just, then when they get the footy too, they use it very well too. Yeah, and oh, speaking of bad umpiring decisions, did you see the goal? That the, for some reason the goal umpire thought was a point. No, I missed part of the game. It's in the third quarter. Yeah. Uh, which I knew. Which was I saw the, the start, that was it. So, it yeah. was like, yeah, went straight to the center. All the Demons players are celebrating. And yeah, so, the I just went, nah. The kick's in the air, not on the ground. Oh, in the air, yeah. And the umpire watches it go over his head yeah. and calls it a point. Yep. Well, this so is why men shouldn't be allowed some, to have a game. Someone just ruin it. <laughs> someone's on the take. That's dodgy. Clearly. Uh, they didn't reverse the decision? They did not. No, there's no... See, we don't have cameras yet. There's no... Uh, there, but there, does the field umpire come in and go, are you sure about that? Yeah, they clearly gave the all clear. No, no, no. Again, a man. They're just terrible. <laughs> Uh, well, wouldn't have changed the result, though, but the Crows did it easily. And speaking of great goals, Brianne Moody for the Blues scored a brilliant goal from the boundary at Princess Park. Sadly, um, it was the Dockers' goal, and she was trying to oh, kick it out, but yes. it sprayed, and it went through oh. there. Now, yeah. Nikki, this is the main question I want to ask. We sort of touched on sledging in the indoor cricket. If a male <laughs> player did that, you can guarantee all 18 of the opposition would run at him and let him know all about it. But AFLW is a bit nicer beast. Like, you all seem to be actually mature enough to not have to do that. What would you do to an opposition yeah. player who, who just kicked it through your goals? Um, and don't forget your media training. I'm an honest answer. I was <laughs> If you were right near them, you'd be like, oh, thanks for that. Um, you'd mm. do a quick, you know, little... little so that's all just a sarcastic that's about cheese, it. Mate. Yeah, I think... Like, Go for it. Try and get a high five happening. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get excited. Get around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah depends. You, if you're close by, um, yeah. But What's the worst like, sledge you've heard in AFLW? <sighs> like, do people actually get angry? Some or, people do. Yeah. Um, like, what would you say to Katie Brennan after you? So, you, you, you play, imagine you were back at the dogs, you're on your old captain who walked out on us. <laughs> and then she's going to grab him up, and you do a brilliant spoil, yeah. and then it goes off to uh, to you know Ellie, and she runs off, kicks it to Bonnie, who gets a goal. Yeah. What do you then say to him? He's like, "You're a dad. Never like you." <laughs> One, I'd be like, "I don't think I'd ever play on it." <laughs> <laughs> Stop ruining my <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> but two, I'd be like, "Oh, you just uh, yeah." Um, I probably go. Um, I think I'm pretty short. And I just spoiled you. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is bad. It's I'm getting. I'm, I'm, see, I'm just not a. You're too nice. I'm not a mean player. <laughs> so who would be the worst if I was uh, playing AFLW? Uh, okay, say you know Tess was playing AFLW, yep. and she she shanked it and kicked it out of the floor. Who would be the worst player to be nearby? Who would like give her an earful? The, the do- from the doggies? Fr- fr- uh, oh, right. oh, who's, oh, the, who's the lippiest? Emma, Emma Carney was the best. Oh, really? Us. When she was playing with us, oh, it's the best. Yeah, but she's come from cricket. No, cricket in this ah, place. Ah, yes, yes. And, and probably Lammy. So they're great with it. And so. how mean would they go? Um, yeah, they'd go pretty, pretty mean. Mm. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's, it's in you. You can't just Channel 7. Make it. My <laughs> cup, Emma Carney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is a good. That is a good call. <laughs> See, cricket. You're standing in the field all day. You've got plenty of time to think about. Yeah. <laughs> think about your sledges. <laughs> We've got distracted from one of the great AFLW uh, games of all time. By the way, well under the Dockers. What a uh, great comeback! That was a great comeback. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought Carlton had that, and they probably missed an easy one. Yeah. And then ball went up the other end. Dockers get a goal, and then it was like Dockers are like, oh, 
we can do this. Yeah. And then they just got three quick goals, just like that. So great game though. Yeah. Um, Good skills. Uh, The game was, I guess it was played quite wide too. They used the the wings. It wasn't just always up the gut. So it was, and then came back in. So yeah, they good brand of footy. And half, and the Carlton team would be furious with that because I think that's season over. Uh, really. They'd be happy. Yeah, I think that was the, that was the game they needed to win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, and then and the doctors sitting top of the ladder now. Yeah, because Collingwood lost. Uh, yeah. Now, who tipped Brisbane, Danny? Can you remember no. last week? Someone oh, was that you? Oh, yeah. Somebody tipped them too. Said Brisbane will beat Collingwood. Yeah, that was yeah. my. Yeah. Who did you say? Women's footy until nine, but yeah. Oh, okay. Is there, is there a. Do yeah. they have a women's footy yeah. show? Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. It's that called that women's footy, though. <laughs> not ladies' footy. Not ladies' footy. They went with the working title, <laughs> ladies' footy. They've settled on women's footy. <laughs> but you don't know who, just someone on there. I can't remember what was on there. <laughs> imagine, imagine AFL, just imagine, instead of AFL W, it was AFL L. AFL ladies. AFL Hello, ladies. God, what a patronising. I know. What is it called, ladies? Wait, although it'd be good, like if the AFL AFL and the AFL G, the AFL gentleman. Yes. <laughs> Probably would have kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> and the, See, we all But uh, so uh, Brisbane beat Collingwood. Yes, yep. you did uh, tip at Collingwood. Uh, Limo, very good. Yes. Um, Shetland was kicking herself. She sprayed the winner from ten meters out off the ground. Oh, how how is this? This is a weird psychological thing. Mm. You, where was that game played, Lima? You know, Brisbane's uh, home game. It was. Was it played? No, no, at Vic, don't, don't look it up. Uh, right, I know but was it, it played at Vic, was. was it played at Vic Park no. down here? It was supposed to play Hickey Park, but then because of the COVID outbreak in Brisbane, you know, one case, yeah. an outbreak, and then they moved it to Whitnoval. I watched oh. this game and didn't realise at the very oh. end, Brisbane won, and you they went realize. a big win for the for the Lions at, at Whitnoval. And I reached my phone, wrote down, "Ha, ah, they said the wrong ground." I'm going to play the grab on. They came yeah. to play and then they went, hang on, that is quick. No, no, no. <laughs> so you didn't recognise it? You didn't recognise it because there's no crowd. And I was yeah, just like, they had <laughs> some bulldog sponsors. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I think on the, the hang on, somewhere. On the, on the light towers. It the says light Western towers, bulldogs. yes. I was like, hang on, somewhere right. I had the light towers. I am Jimmy Olsen at the Davy Planet not realising Clark Kent is Superman. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about a shocker. I, yes. <laughs> Brisbane came to play. They And you know what? They, unfortunately, they had a really good game against us a couple of years ago with Noble. So. Um, the, at, yeah, against the Bulldogs. Brisbane oh, beat mm, us. There's there, a couple so. of seasons where they beat everyone. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, I don't look. Not sure. But, yeah, Collingwood uh, could have won that. A uh, bit of luck for the Lions. But, uh, yeah. And, and tonight, West Coast v Geelong in a game that no one. Uh, but let's uh, so Nikki, what do you what do you make of this top six as it stands and the Bulldogs knocking on the door? Do you see that as a pretty even collection of teams? Like on that day, anyone could uh, stand definitely out from the crowd. The, definitely on their day. Um, it's got to turn up, and and you. Well, that's the thing. Like Western Bulldogs beat Melbourne, then Melbourne go and beat Adelaide. Um, yeah. Then Brisbane, Brisbane loses Collingwood. to Adelaide, and Adelaide go, um, loses to Fremantle, and Fremantle beats Brisbane. Like it's yeah, honestly, mm. that's actually a good point, Liam. So I look at that top six, and apart from the fact that the dogs aren't in it, I love that top six. That's any yeah. any of those all could be quality, any of them. all quality. Yeah, it so. could go anywhere. Yeah. does it does it frustrate you? Would you prefer the AFLW season to finish a week before 
the men's begins so you can kind of, you know, have a bit of fresh air um, on the... Uh, yes and no. Like, yeah. And that's the talk of, you know, maybe we start earlier. We start after the men's, you know, October and then and then so we have our season. Oh, yeah, right. And then they have their season. Yeah. And then they have a win because they... Take more, over all sport all there's year more round. Footy, yeah. yeah. Then you'd have to play around Christmas. So, <clears> yeah, so you have obviously Christmas, you know, week might be the bye week. Yeah. So, right. Or they play sports in America about. on so, Christmas Day. It's, it's massive. I'm thinking oh, more. The NBA, they love it. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking more you have to play in like 40 degree heat. But the weather, really? We got we didn't really get a summer this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and it's, yeah. oh, it seems to be moving anyway, away from Christmas anyway. So look, I, that's the talk anyway that, yeah. you know, we could do that and then have our own. Look, you don't sort of really matter. Like it doesn't, it's never worried me too much. Yeah. But then again, yeah, why wouldn't you? You could do that. Just so shuffle the season a little bit. around and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm starting to think climate change might be a thing. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I was <laughs> I feel like so the seasons are shifting. Um, now, Danny, uh, what else have we got to discuss there? The now, oh, uh, we've started our AFL footy tipping competition is uh, up and running. Join the uh, They Can Play Footy Tipping Comp at footytips.com.au. Yes. If, if, you, if you are like Lima and you don't have an AFLW team but you want to get involved now that the men's are starting, uh, feel free to join us. And also, we, Limo might be doing. Do you do Super Coach, Mickey? I have done it in the past, yes. I like Super Coach because, you know what, I'm such I was a, say, I'm I'm such a Hawthorne nuffy. Yeah. That it's the only way That's I what? remain engaged with the other teams <laughs> and what they're doing. That's what, yeah, I did it before I started playing. And that's yeah. what brought me into watching other games, actually. Yeah. Because you're like, come on. And you're like, oh, but you're very cool. And you're like, oh, no, I'm going for a certain, um, certain place. Yeah. That's it. So you, you get a little investment in each game. So, but I will do a they came to play super coach if there's interest. Yeah. So, so let us know. Uh, we already uh, had uh, we said this in the Patreon episode, yeah. and we did get uh, overwhelming response of no one cares. But <laughs> I think the general listeners might be a bit more interested. I'm not even jumping in. Now we're yeah. talking. All right, we've, we've got yeah. one plus me and Danny. There's three. Yeah. We've got three. And uh, one last thing that I have here is uh, Limo. Uh, who's your favourite uh, college uh, American college team? Uh, I, well, I'm the uh, Kansas, the Jayhawks. Oh, you're nice. Yeah, Nikki, do you have a, oh, a favourite? No, sorry. No, I, I like uh, South Carolina because they're called the Gamecocks. And South Carolina Gamecocks. Yeah, right. and simply because I've got a hat and it says Cox on it. Oh, right. right. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> We're all teenage boys deep down. I, I like the I like the Florida Slugs. I think there's Florida State or Miami. There's the Gators. There's, there's a slugs down there as well. And the only reason I mention that is because in the movie Pulp Fiction. Oh, the banana slugs. Yeah. The banana slugs when they go to Quentin Tarantino's house yeah. or whatever his character's name Jimmy. is. Jimmy. and they get a change of clothes. He gives them a banana slugs T-shirt. That's right. Which is what? Who's, is it, who's wearing it? Is it Samuel Travolta. Jackson or John Travolta? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, so, Michigan State, they're called the Spartans, and they just announced a new sponsorship deal, and now they have to be referred to by <laughs> broadcasters as the Michigan State Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? Presented wow. by Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, you have to do a little well, credit line when you announce the team. Can you imagine? If there was like, uh, you know, but why does the why does the broadcaster have to do that? Because that, that's part of the deal. Or you know, in, they have to refer to themselves that in all 
uh, like media. And what and happens if they don't? Lose, I don't know, get in trouble, lose money. That's very tedious. But that'd be like, you know, saying, you know, this is uh, Essendon the- thanks to Speed Kills. Oh, the Hall and Football Club, <laughs> thanks to KFC. Yeah. Or Tasmania. Actually, there's our main sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsored by a state. Yeah, state. I was going to say by a state. <laughs> it is kind of strange, yeah. isn't it? Well, it's We've got a wonderful deal with Tasmania. Yeah. We love the great state. And we would like to extend our beautiful partnership for many years to come. And you can't wait to move down. Yeah. <laughs> I do love Tassie, though. Have you spent Tassie much time in Tassie? Beautiful. Yes. Oh, yeah. just a glorious part of the world. And I'm not just saying that because they're a main sponsor. <laughs> uh, get down there. Uh, so, anything else, Danny? I'd let, let me check for late-breaking news. Okay, here we go. Just checking. Let's go. Nikki, is there anything you want to plug? Is there anything? I mean, you've got Nikki Callan and Remedial Massage. Uh, are you doing anything else for – oh, go down to see Darren Falcons. Darren Falcons, yeah, I'll be playing as soon as the yeah, St Kilda – my role at St Kilda sort of finishes up. Um, two weeks. So, yeah, that's good, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and even take your other wraps that, you know, I'm still going to be playing a bit of footy. So, what, um, what is the name of the home ground of the Falcons? Um, at the moment, we're playing at La Trobe Uni. Oh, are so, Yeah. Oh, so, AHCAP used to be the, the old ground that we used, um, but that's not up to the VFL standard. It's a little ah, bit small. That's um, the one in Reservoir. So, uh, AH Cap is in down in Preston. Preston, okay. Yep. Yeah, Preston then, Reservoir area. That's yeah. where the juniors play. Because yeah. my niece yeah, plays the Dallas Falcons uh, yep. soccer. Yeah, cool. So I've been to Yeah, right near there. Yeah. So that's, they'll try and mm-hmm. do one night. I'm glad we checked Bill that. Laurie Oval um, oh, is another the, oval that we've, we've played on before. So, yeah. Norfolk so, Park. My old but team. they're doing some renos there. So, okay. so at the moment, La Trobe is the, the home. All right, we'll go to a few games there. Uh, very good. Uh, final note from me, we took our son to swim lessons yesterday morning at Punt Road Oval, at the pool underneath oh, the nice. in Punt Road Oval. Oh, so it did rain a lot on Saturday. So I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's going, he goes to swim lessons there. So my wife goes into the swim lessons with our son and I walk the dog around the MCG. And then we, of course, met up after the swim lessons and we met up afterwards and I said, how are swim lessons today? And she said, well, I saw Dustin Martin. I said, did you? She said, yes, it was wandering through the pool area. I said, well, congratulations on holding yourself back and not leaping on him. She said, he looks very, very good. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Dusty's raring to go for uh, season 2021. All right, just hanging out in a child's pool. All right, good on you, Dusty. uh, I think he was doing some recovery. Well, really, it's that pool. The kids borrow it. Yeah, that's lessons afterwards. (laughs) Uh, So... um, have we, have we got, well, let's, yeah, the season's about to start. The let's, men's season. The men's season is about to start. Let's do a. Um, oh, yeah. We've got, we need to do a. This is our tradition. We do a best case scenario, worst case scenario, likely for all of our teams. Now, you can choose any of your four Your, your suite of teams. <laughs> like, I would say best case scenario, Bulldogs really click in the men's, and uh, that's midfields as good as everyone says. Trelaw is a gun. We could, I mean, best case scenario, yeah, we can win the flag. That is not unrealistic. Worst case scenario, we, uh, yeah, the, we're, we're just too much of a midfield. We have no offense, no, no defense, and uh, we, we limp. We don't even make finals. That is, I could, I would hate to see that happen, but yeah. I, you know, I'm cynical enough to see that happening. Likely, um, I think we should definitely. I would, I would be very surprised if we didn't make finals, and I think top four. Like around fourth is like yeah, that's a lot like fourth. Yeah, the Bulldogs. Yeah, and then win the grand. Uh, yeah, for Hawthorne, I would say best case scenario win the flag. 
Worst case scenario, lose the grand final and <laughs> likely probably just finish top four. <laughs> I, actually, you know the worst case scenario is we finish eighth or ninth because I just... Yeah, you want to bottom out. I, well, I want to bottom out. Best case scenario, wooden spoon. <laughs> Honestly, that's not best case scenario. And we blood some good youngsters. Nikki, which team are you going to cheer for in the men's this year? Oh, I'll go Collingwood because okay. you've done Bulldogs. Um, Saints I do care for, but yeah. I know more about Collingwood. <laughs> best case scenario? Best case scenario or top four. Yeah. Worst case scenario, yeah, I reckon we'll finish towards the bottom. <laughs> Everyone's tipping. We've lost a bit of talent. Slide, um, yeah. You know, yeah. one to the Hawkers, one to the North, and one to the Doggies. So. And thanks for ours, by the way. Um, He's a very good footballer, Tom he Phillips. Is. I rated him very highly. Played on the wings, so that's why I love my wings, just to watch my. Uh, you know, I feel like he's, been a, he's so. been a bit of an under-the-radar pickup for Hawthorne, but he's going to be really good for he us. He will be mm. very good. Just yeah, keep that encouragement around him. That's, yeah. um, I've spoken to a few Collingwood fans this week. I published, I did my first article for Footyology. Uh, oh. Collins, uh, where yeah. I previewed uh, in a very negative way uh, all of the teams. Check that on footyology.com. <laughs> and I was speaking to a few Collingwood fans, and they're all feeling a bit, it's very hard to love the club at the moment you know, with the racism and... Uh, list debacles, uh, but that they all go. But I reckon we could still give it a nudge. <laughs> so it's, I know it's a tough, it's a tough year. It's, yeah, look, obviously you've still got some of the best players in the league. Yeah, look, it's still a good side. Um, likely, I think we'll finish out of the eight. Though we'll probably finish around twelfth. I think. Mm. So I think we'll drop a bit. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's, right. that's what happens, doesn't it? Hey, it's all <laughs> fun. We're all, you know. <laughs> doesn't mean we can't support. Uh, exactly. Okay. Get behind your team. This is we should all be feeling good. even on the bottom. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, Nikki Cullen, thank you for joining us on the pod this week. Much appreciated. Uh, we've loved your insights into the uh, AFLW and to talk about your uh, you know, sporting journey as well. Thank you. It's been great. I uh, join you both in this lovely office. This is I my. What do you What do you think of my? All your, um, souvenir things. What do you think of my little man cave? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, I like where you're going with it. I've, I mean, the horse. There's not as much Hawthorne stuff as people assume there's going to be when they walk Only in. Only two walls are covered with Hawthorne. <laughs> and the scout and you. Your, Patriotic the Anzacs. The Anzacs, yeah, yes. Yeah. And then a bit of my son says, so "I've got a Sopranos bit of memorabilia here." And there's a gun. I'm explaining it. Sorry. Audio medium, mate. Yeah, no, that's why I said I've got a <laughs> Sopranos memorabilia with a picture the of microphone five main cast members. Yeah. And I'm pointing my microphone at it now. And there's a gun behind the glass casing with two bullets. But my son goes, because he's four, says, Daddy, can I get the gun out of there? And he points to the bullets and goes, and the batteries as well. Brilliant. <laughs> I said, yes, they are batteries. So, and no, and no, you can't get the gun out of there. So thank you, Nikki, much appreciated. Uh, and come along to see our um, uh, comedy festival shows. Yes. It's available at comedyfestival.com.au. If you enjoyed the show, uh, please rate it, tell a friend. Yeah, that's, and, um, that's how the podcasting works. You've got to like, give five stars and, and then it goes yes, up the charts. That's right. That's how other people discover us. And uh, and come and see us as well when we do our live broadcast at the Comics Lounge Anzac on Day. Anzac Day. Do you want to come down here? Do you want to help us do some commentary? The, the highly... Hollywood Essendon. Yeah. It's a big game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Hang on, who's home game? 
am I like? <laughs> if you can't go to the game. Go? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> okay. I'll be watching definitely. So that sounds good. If you want me there, I'll, I'll pop in. All right. Say hello. But thank you for having me. Thank you. I'll be at your shows as well. I'll be first. Oh, yes. please come along. Yes, yes. Uh, thank you, Danny McGinley. Thank you. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to press.